What it do, what it is. We are back and we got some picks. It's Reed. It's the Prince of Picks, Swaggy Swag. Swag, what's up? <laughs> All good, man. Coming off a incredible week last week. I, I couldn't be higher. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself. Yeah. I mean, you hit like crazy. I, I did well, and I'm a footnote on our sheet from last week. Ohio <laughs> picking crazy League of Legends stuff that I've never even heard of, hitting with insane intensity. Ben was hot. Ben's never hot. Ben was hot. You were yeah. uh, the most units in football I think I've ever seen in a week. Run, run, <laughs> back, run back the uh, the picks from last week. Tell them what we did. Yeah, so me, Alex, um, I was up 18.6 units for the week. Sheesh. So um, got it going. My, my biggest lock of the week actually didn't even hit uh, for college football. I had the Iowa State, Oklahoma State over. Uh, missed that. I had Navy plus 15. I also missed that. Kind of got some bad field goal luck on that one. Of course, college kickers. Um, and then we got Rutgers, uh, Tulane, Middle Tennessee. Those all hit. I had Iowa State uh, plus three and on the money line. Pushed with the plus three. Um, and then Cincinnati is an underdog at SMU. Yeah. That, I think I texted you early Saturday morning. I was like, dude, this is a slam dunk. Yeah. We, I, think we all, I think we all might have picked Cincinnati because uh, we should have. That was a lock, dude. They destroyed them. Yeah. Anytime that Shane Bouchel is going to go against a tough defense, uh, pick the tough defense, Correct. honestly. Um, and they're missing their two best offensive players. So against a defense like that, um, absolutely. <laughs> then I had uh, my last college play of the day was South Carolina had no chance. LSU looks like they might be back on track. Yeah, so good, good for them. I, I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, so then we get into my NFL picks. And, guys, I did not miss a single pick all day. I, mean, I should have parlayed everything. I'd be a millionaire right now. <laughs> Absurd. Um, unbelievable. My, but my favorite pick of the day was Carolina plus 7.5. I put three units on that one. I was just uh, really confident. I think I kind of got lucky on this one. Um, the Saints just move the ball up and down the field on them, honestly. But thank goodness we have Teddy Two Gloves. Um, Carolina's pretty good. Their defense is not very good, but as a team, I think they're pretty solid. Yeah. Um, so I then plus seven, seven and a half. I had Green Bay minus three, uh, easy. Kansas City minus seven. That one was super easy. Um, I think I don't know how Denver was taking money on Sunday, but they were. Um, Kansas City was like minus 10, and then they dropped to like minus 7, so that was easy for me. Tampa, San Francisco, Arizona, um, and then the Washington football team had, hit all those spreads. Uh, had Seattle and Arizona over 54 and a half. I think I've said it on the podcast. Uh, Arizona had not hit an over yet. It was about time. Yeah. So then I had San Francisco, Pittsburgh, and Arizona all on the money line. Parlay for two units, uh, all money line Buffalo, Green Bay, Kansas City, and Tampa, all for a total of 18.6 units. Stupid. Just yeah. insane. Unreal. And then we have uh, Reed. Uh, you had Rutgers plus 14. You got it in on it. You got in on the fun early in the week. I told you a good job on that. You hit Love that one. Uh, Northwestern Maryland at under 54.5. BYU minus 28. And, and then. Uh, we had Cincinnati at plus 110. Um, so you hit all those, and then you missed on Minnesota, South Carolina, and then 
Oklahoma State minus yeah. 10? Oh, yeah, so, so you went for the blow-off. Yeah, okay. For the, dude, it was there. It was there all game. I really yeah. thought we were going to cover that, and I was going to hit that. I mean, just a late touchdown got you the push. Took the L on it. No big deal. Yeah, still that's a good – yeah. I won't complain about that at all. No, not at all. Then for the NFL picks, you had Buffalo minus 10.5, but Buffalo decided to kick Fade 17 Jets, fi- field goals. And guess what? Yeah. Inside into this week's pick, I'm fading the Jets again. Oh, wow. Um, well – <laughs> I mean, you hit. You were with me on the Carolina yeah, dude, pick, I took, and then I took your advice there, and then I, I really thought Dallas had a shot because Washington yeah. stinks, and Dallas is very bad. D- Dallas really stinks. They extra stink, and um, I think it's about time we start talking about Dallas is the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, they're horrible. Um, they're so bad. I and mean, the and Jets, you the know, Jets are worse, but Dallas is well, not against the spread. Not against the spread. So uh, Dallas uh, will eventually get there to where they're the Jets type underdogs that are three touchdown scores. I yeah. truly believe it. But Dallas sucks. Dallas uh, sucks. Then, Dallas sucks. It hurts my heart. <laughs> <laughs> then you hit your what is it, the special tea teaser of yeah, the week? Yeah, yeah, I took a teaser. You hit that the, one. The sour something what is it, sour teas of the week. Carolina, yeah. Buffalo, Green Bay, Seattle, Kansas City. Um, that did well for me. Green Bay, I added that on late, took Green Bay. Mm-hmm. They look good. And then I went ahead and did pretty similar parlay to you. Took Green Bay, Kansas City, Buffalo. But I threw in the champ, my goat, Khabib Nurmagomedov. He walked out with retirement. It was the easiest start off to a parlay I've ever had in my life. Khabib yeah. showed mercy, didn't break his arm. Instead, just put him to sleep. Great <laughs> fight. The champ is gone. Um, but Incredible incredible fight um then we jumped down so that was that was me i was up seven and a half units a mere seven and a half units to swags 18.6 crazy uh-huh. yeah then we got uh ben ben had an undefeated week um no he didn't no he didn't he had yeah, he, he had an un- undefeated nfl week uh correct. but he started off um he had alabama minus 21 and a half uh he I like Tennessee in that game, but uh, Ben does not overthink, and that's good. Uh, and he just hammered Bama, as he should have. Uh, he had Minnesota plus three. Minnesota Boy, just look looked bad. like they look terrible. Uh, yeah, they look they look pretty bad. Um, defense was awful. Then they, he had Cincinnati plus two and a half. He could have went money line and, and gotten in on the phone with us, but he took the two and a half points and. You know, if the underdog money line hits, uh, so is a spread. So, yep. good work on with Ben on that one. Then he had all money lines for underdogs: Pittsburgh, San Francisco, and Detroit on Sunday. Uh, got lucky with a Matt Stafford-led Dude, drive at the end of the game. Unreal. Yeah, he was, and th- that was a fun game. Man, there was a there was a window of about 15, 20 minutes from the early games that it was just unreal football it was so much fun you had pittsburgh tennessee uh you had detroit atlanta oh what was there was there was like two or three more uh, i can't think of it right now uh oh carolina and new orleans that was a really good game came down to a missed field goal uh but it was just all right there it was, it was a lot of fun that early slate. So good, good week from Ben up 4.35 units on only, what is that? Six picks. So good job by him. And then we have Ohio, uh, hammering. I'm not even going to get to his esports bets, but he is the best esports expert on this podcast. 
you will not find a whole lot of podcasts going over esports, but Ohio is your man. So if you just tail Ohio for esports, uh, he still did good on football. He had the the Buckeyes, Ohio State over Nebraska. He had he pushed on uh, Oklahoma State, Minnesota lost, and then he also had the Steelers and Texans uh, hit that one, and then the Browns over Bengals gets his. Uh, Heart ripped out on a field goal or an extra point that missed. So yeah, yeah that was tough. Yeah. So all in all, guys, uh, if you tailed every single one of our picks for this week, you probably would have been up close to fifty units, which you is have, you absolutely have to be a straight up degenerate to bet every single thing that we bet. But I agree. But if you did, and we had very many contradicting picks, very many absurd, weird stuff, but you'd have, you'd have done well. Um, yeah. I mean, if we want to go ahead and hit, I, I don't even know how to say these. Uh, Ohio's esports picks: Damon beats G two three one. That paid out three point three units. G two wins specifically one map. That's three point three. Gangplank <laughs> picked map one. That's five point seven five. He missed on Zoe picked map one, um, and then only four maps played hit in the League of Legends uh, worlds. So. He did well on his his esports picks, and he's got some more for us this week. Yeah, and we will get to that. I guess we can go ahead and hit it now. Uh, yeah, we, we, can has, hit, we can hit Ohio all of Ohio's picks right off the top. Uh, we don't yeah. have Ben's picks for you this week, so unfortunately, uh, he's going to be a little late with those. Yeah, but Ohio Ohio gave us a full slate to talk about. He took Cincinnati over Memphis. I like the pick. Um, Cincinnati looked good. Memphis has been has been very unkind to both Alex and I uh, yeah. this gambling season, specifically with the Central Florida game. Uh, mm-hmm. He took Coastal because Coastal is Coastal. Yeah. Uh, he's riding with my pokes. He, he's taking, he's picking me over you, and I, I. that's fair. You could you could look at the game either way. I'm not super confident one way or the other. I'm leaving it off of my slate. Um, he's taking Ohio State minus 12.5, and, and he's taking the under in the game with Penn State. That's a primetime Big Ten game. I like that uh, one. Taking the under in a Big Ten game is a pretty safe bet usually. He's taking North Carolina minus 6.5. They're giving them 6.5 against Virginia. North Carolina has not overwhelmed anyone with their uh, play the last couple weeks, but North Carolina is still a good team. And then he parlayed um, pretty much all those picks. He took Coastal. He took Cincinnati. He's taking Indiana over Rutgers. He's taking the Pokes. And forgive me, I just uh, moved. He's also taking Ohio State um, as his parlay, and those are all against the spread picks. Um, and then we'll hit Ohio's NFL picks later, but uh, here it is, the Ohio Esports Minute. This week, Ohio has damn won 3-0, to zero, paying out 3.7 units. He's got under 3.5 games played, 2.95. He's got Sooning or Sunning. Winning zero maps, 3.7. <laughs> First Drake, game one, is Infernal. That sounds intimidating. That pays out 3-2. And then Pentakill, map one, that pays out 17 units. That's Ohio's long shot eSport League of wow. Legends World LOLW pick of the week. If you bet $5 on each of those, it's going to pay out 152.75. Um, Good job, Ohio. I don't know what any of that means absolutely Fair not warning um if i pronounced any of those wrong ohio if you're listening to this after the fact or if we have any esports followers who absolutely despise me now i apologize uh you can find me on twitter at domain i can 
<laughs> That's definitely me, but you can still find us. But let me let me get to his uh, against the spread uh, college football picks. I think it is fair to say that Ohio loves the favorites this week. Yeah, he not does. picking a single underdog, which yeah, is a single uh, dog picked, and he's parlaying all favorites too. Which, yeah, I, mean, I don't hate. I like a lot of the favorites this week in college as well, so I won't. I won't come right. for Well, there you go. All right. Well, there's a little teaser. We're gonna kick it off with you. Uh, first quarter kickoff brought to you by absolutely nothing because we don't have sponsors <laughs> yet, but hopefully someday we might. Um, so, Alex, the first quarter picks brought to you by no one. Uh, what do you got? Oh, man. I'm going to the well, guys, and, and this is going to be a full game bet. Uh, it's going to be my Texas Longhorns against Reed's Oklahoma State Cowboys. Give me the Longhorns plus three and a half. Um, Guys, this is a dark spot in this is a very dark spot in, in Texas history. Uh, the, we're not in a good state in the program, but Tom Herman has to save his job. The only way he's going to save his job is if he wins this game. Um, and even if he wins this game, he might not win his job. So, uh, yeah, I, I like the Longhorns here, man. I, you know, I said it a few weeks ago. I really thought that Texas was going to beat Oklahoma uh, with Sam Ellinger. Um, you know, it's his last season. I think he's really going to play well, and I think he has. Uh, but the team, you know, the team is, is just not, not there. But I think they, they get there this week. Uh, they, the defense looks pretty good. Uh, the defense played really well against Baylor, who, uh, you know, they don't have a very good offense. But honestly, I don't think the Oklahoma State does either. Um, now, I watched that Oklahoma State game. Reed, what is going on with Mike Gundy, man? Like, he, he tries to throw the ball like 15 yards wide and like yeah. one yard, ver like it's just, it's horrible, For man. Reason, I, I, can't, throwing, I could not stand it. We've been throwing opposite, like opposite hash, like out routes for three yards. I don't, I don't get it. Um, we've been running the ball well. Honestly, I, if I were a betting man, um, I would take the under in this game because Texas's defense has looked better. Uh, Oklahoma State's defense might be the best defense I've ever seen from them. Um, this is the first test for Oklahoma State's defense, for sure, to see how they really are against a, a team with weapons and five-star recruits and big names. Um, not that Texas has looked anything phenomenal, but they've put up points. Um, yeah. So it, it, it should be an interesting game. I, I will probably stay away from the game just because I don't want to put my heart on the line. If the spread... Um, gets down under three and a half i'm absolutely going to take the pokes at two and a half i did it last week it paid off for me um i don't know i think it'll be an interesting game i'm excited to watch i mean uh four and one straight up the last five years last year wasn't good but we, we had texas number for a long period of time yeah you did so, um, i think like the past five or so games have all been within one possession either way so that's why i will take the points in that yeah, i think no, i, mean, taking the I points think is it very smart I, I would not yeah that's that's the problem with three and a half for me is i don't feel confident saying that we're not going to win this game by a last second field goal it might be it might be a, who has the who has the ball last uh, yeah give it to alex hale down the stretch or something we'll yeah it, it, it'll be a good game for sure yeah, I think I think so too, and and I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I I am going to take the over. Really? Uh, if you look traditionally throughout the the years, uh, however many years, except for maybe 2017, 
um, there was a ton of points scored between Texas and Oklahoma State. So give yeah. me the over 59 is a very low total. I think um, they, they usually go in, in the high 60s, th- this game. So. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think, I think the only reason I say the under is because both defenses look improved. But all it takes I is agree. one game in the Big 12 where uh, yeah. the team doesn't show up or doesn't look as good as they have playing against inferior talent. Um, I agree. I stay away from it. I, I I think this game's a little bit more low scoring, but you never know with the Big Twelve. Taking an yeah. taking an under in a Big Twelve game is making a deal with the devil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, thirty four, thirty one. I think that's way there. But we'll see. We'll see what Mike Gundy does if he pushes the ball down the field. Uh, you know, Texas is going to push the ball down the field, but yeah. we'll see. Um, I just um, I know Texas is not going to go with the Matt Campbell theory of playing seven tight ends all over the field and have yeah. no one that can get separation. That was one of the worst coaching yeah, performances I've ever seen. Like, okay. Matt Campbell, what are you doing? Yeah. So I got Texas plus three, Texas, Oklahoma State over 59, and I have Texas money line. Like I said, this is a full slate, full game bet. Uh, we have a lot of things going on. So, uh, Reed, I'll kick it over to you for your first bet. Yeah, my first bet uh... – I like the Friday Night Lights, and um, if you rewind uh, probably five minutes ago, you'll recall me saying, I hate Minnesota, they sucked this week. Um, I think they do suck, but I had the under in the Northwestern Maryland game, and I watched every play of it, and Maryland's the worst team I've ever seen. Maryland <laughs> might be the worst football team in the country, worse than 2A, um, I don't know, Wyoming high school football. Uh, I think I think Leighton Van Der Esch's six-man team could beat the Maryland Terps, led by Tua's <laughs> brother. Uh, Minnesota, I mean, Northwestern beat them by 40, dude. Yeah, Northwestern. Northwestern. Northwestern made them look so inferior, it's insane. I was worried about the under in that game because Northwestern might have hit it on their own. Um, yeah. Minnesota right now is a 19.5-point favorite, and I think that's generous. So I'm going to take Minnesota minus 19.5. Um, and that's just a regular. And Reed, I'm, go- I'm going to join you right there. I will. I have that game on the slate as well. Minnesota yeah. 19 and a half. Um, uh, I think you watched a lot more of that. Um, of that Maryland game it. than I, I didn't did. Enjoy but, but yeah, I mean, there's no. I mean, Northwestern's not known to go particularly fast and be particularly explosive. And if they're beating Northwestern by uh, 40. Then the thing about Minnesota is that their defense didn't look good, but their offense did look pretty good. Like they were moving the ball. They were scoring some points. Um, I think we can say that Michigan's defense is going to be a lot better than than Maryland. So, yeah, give me give me Minnesota minus 19 and a half. And and to be fair, I don't know that Minnesota's defense is going to have to be particularly good. I know Northwestern does have a good defense because they always have a good defense under Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah. But Tonga Vailoa looks like he's looking for defensive backs out there at least twice a game he's just throwing the ball directly to him he had some bad passes um they actually went to another quarterback i think they don't have the quarterback room figured out they might be back and forth but neither guy looked any good at all yeah um, so, I, so. I, don't know. I think it'll be a fun friday night game to watch yeah um, so i like minnesota yeah, and you know we're we're for the people podcast. We get all kinds of games. You know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We we got you bet. We got bets all the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I guess um, moving on, my my next play would be. This is just too obvious for me, and it kind of worries me. But um, I think something that 
helped us in the NFL last week is that obvious games hit, and I'm hoping to keep going, at least in college, on this one. Kansas State plus three and a half. I don't understand how West Virginia is favored in this game. Uh, Kansas State, I mean, West Virginia just lost to Texas Tech like pretty handily, and Texas Tech had a ton of players out. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't, yeah, I, I don't understand how West Virginia is even favored in this game. I have Kansas State plus three and a half and Kansas State money line. I think Kansas State is probably. Probably the third best team in the Big Twelve. I think I think they're really good, even though they don't have Skylar Thompson. I think that obviously their defense is really good. Um, they have an explosive offense. Uh, now West Virginia's defense is is pretty good as well, but uh, I, I I have to take Kansas State here. It's just too good not to. And Kansas State plus three and a half and Kansas State money line. Yeah, I'm I'm adding Kansas State money line onto my card. And this is another game. Uh, you know, you want to make a deal with the double. Both these teams have good defenses. Over and under 45 and a half. Yeah. It's intriguing. I don't know if I'm going to add it to my card, but it's intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else yeah. you got? Uh, I, okay. Tell me this. Is is betting 4.8 to win four um, too big of a bet to throw on this card? This is my lock of the millennium. Well, I just got to say, you better hit it. Let's okay. hear it first. It's going to hit. Um, you bet, how, let's hear how, it. how late do you enjoy staying up to watch college football on Saturdays? Oh, I'm loving it even more now. I like where this is going. The boys from Brigham Young are good. Oh, And oh, they're playing man. Western Kentucky, and they're 28 and a half point favorites. You tease <laughs> that, or you, you bump that up to 28. You, you take it minus 120 to win. Uh, or minus, you know, minus 120, 120 to win 100. BYU is going to win that game. Now, this is where it gets intriguing, okay? I like this bet so much. I'm taking it BYU minus 28, 4.8 to win four. And then just because I am feeling myself, we're going to go ahead and take BYU first half minus 17, 3.3 to win three. And then we're going to parlay the first two picks, Minnesota and BYU, bet two to win 5.1. Total, we're going to put... What is that? Let me do the quick math in my head. Um, I did the noise, and then I didn't get it. We're going to bet 10 units on this game. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't hate it. I will not be joining you, but I don't hate it because West Virginia, I mean, not, Western Kentucky is absolutely hideous. They're so they bad. Are, they're, they're so bad. And BYU is so good. Yeah, they are really good. Um yeah, I mean, I like it. We got uh, last week, no, two weeks ago was the last time Western Kentucky played. No, they played last week and almost lost to Tennessee Chattanooga. It was like 14 to 10 or something like that. West Western Kentucky won. Uh, I, we've talked about them a little bit. They're led by former Maryland quarterback Tyrell Pigram, who's absolutely hideous. Um, not looks-wise, just quarterback play-wise. I do like it, Reed. They're going to... Um, Western Kentucky's going to give up. BYU's going to beat them by 17 in the first half. They're going to, at least, probably 28, if we're being honest. And they're just going to give up, and BYU's going to continue to run it up on them. It'll probably be another 42 to 10 game or something like that. It'll, it'll be enough to put a little, a little hair on your chest because you're a little bit, you're sweating it out a little bit. You know, maybe they kick a field goal late or something. But BYU's going to win this game by so many points. 
and worst case scenario, they're winning it by four. T- they're winning it by four touchdowns. Um, I I can't. I, I like that. I, and I'm, I might be. I won't join it on this podcast, but come Saturday, I might. I might I'm, join you. I've got. I've already got some some picks locked in for the UFC card. We'll get into those in a little bit. We're gonna see how those ride out, but. I, I was up last week, obviously, and I'm I'm putting just about everything from last week onto this BYU team because I'm feeling them. Um, that's part of the reason I won. I, I put a little quick parlay or a quick little teaser on uh, BYU and the Northwestern under last week and made a little bit extra there too. I'm feeling great about the BYU. Yeah. Um, fighting Mormons. They're they're the Cougars are a good team and they're wearing some cool jerseys. I don't know if you've seen those yet. No, I haven't seen them, but they're wearing, they're wearing they, like a cool whiteout Halloween jersey. Oh, nice! Yeah, I mean they are they are a very, very good team. Their defense is very good. Um, I don't know how Western Kentucky is going to move the ball. Uh, I mean, just looking at the scores, UAB scored thirty seven, Marshall scored thirty eight. Um, you know, thirty seven, thirty eight. Marshall UAB's got a high powered offense. Marshall does as well, but Marshall doesn't go fast, and they scored thirty eight on them. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate it, I, and I like it. And like I said, I, I'll probably, depending on how my bets go, I'll probably join you Saturday night. Um, I thought you were going to say San Jose and New Mexico, but uh, I, I do like I do like the the BYU pick. So, yeah. so that's good that's a total of there. four picks for me on Minnesota and BYU. Okay, <laughs> I got you. Wow. All right, so moving on, uh, the game of the week. Uh, we got. Penn State and Ohio State. Um, I didn't watch much of Ohio State, and I didn't watch much of Penn State. Uh, I, what I do know is that Josh, Josh Franklin, right? John Franklin. John Franklin is like 4-1 and one or 5-1 and one against a spread against Ohio State. Um, if there's anyone in the Big 12 that can kind of play with Ohio State, it is going to be Penn State. Uh, they recruit not as good as Ohio State, but like second in the Big Ten, um, I'm not gonna. Well, I have it locked. Uh, give me, give me Penn State at home under the lights. Uh, I wish it was a whiteout. Um, I don't think that Ohio State is as good as they were last year. I don't even think they're close. And I, and Penn State covered against them last year, I believe. Um, I don't think that Ohio State's run defense is very good. They lost Chase Young. Uh, they lost Jeffrey Okuda, who's you know on the outside. Um, Arnett. You know, yeah, they lost Damon Arnett. Um, they lost Jordan Fuller. They lost pretty much their whole secondary, and I know that they just kind of like recycle and recycle and recycle. But eventually, it comes back to get you. And I'm not gonna say that Penn State's gonna win the game, but um, Penn State played a lot better than the scoreboard showed last last week. Uh, they outgained oh, Indiana by. By a lot of points, you know, if, if the if the kid doesn't end up scoring a touchdown there, they win. That's all they got to oh. do is, you know, they win. So yeah, no, I mean, uh, what's his name? Penix. Yeah. Is that how you say his last name? That Penix. Dude put, yeah. That dude took, put his piece on the table late in the game, and he he balled out. Um, I mean, he willed that Indiana team to victory, and I, I mean, that's just a freak loss for Penn State. They they looked at one point like they were going to cover. Yeah, yeah. I mean. So give, oh man, get, yeah, give me Penn State plus two. It's gonna I be, I don't hate. It's that gonna team. be tough. It's gonna I be think, tough, but I think in my pick home with some friends, I'm I'm going with Ohio State because I kind of have a rule where I just don't pick against Ohio State, but I don't hate the pick at all. Yeah, 
Yeah, I feel that. So, give me Penn State under the lights and at home. I always love the home dog under the lights. Yeah, so, um, go ahead. You, you're up now. Well, so I've put a lot of units out there on the board. So I only have two more college football picks left, and this this next one is just kind of a little feeler out there. Um, Florida hasn't played in a long time. I'm notorious for loving Florida. Missouri's not as bad as they've been in the past. Missouri is a big dog. Um, I'm going to throw a half a unit on Missouri to win 1.7 just to win the game outright on a freak that Florida just isn't there. You know? Just oh, a, wow. Just a Florida isn't there game. Huh. Um, I'm going to put my feeler out there. Yeah. I, I, I think the smart thing for me to do would be to just take Florida with the points. But, dude, the SEC is going to cannibalize itself. And that – even whenever the games don't mean as much. I mean, Florida's already lost this year. They can't make the national championship. They've been out for, what, 21 days or something like that. Yeah. Who knows how the team – they haven't really been able to practice. Dude, Missouri might just have their number. Missouri they might, might. Be ready to ready to get their – you know, oh, we beat Florida last year. That's such a big win. Well, Florida wasn't really Florida. But I, I could see it happening. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just take it out there for a 0.5 unit bet. Just a, you know, not a full, not a full bet, but just a little, a little taste. Don't, don't hate that one. Um, Missouri did look pretty good yeah. uh, last week. So we will see. Uh, don't hate it. Like I said, don't hate it at all. Uh, so moving on, my next one. Reed, who is our least favorite coach? We will get to this, like, just ripping coaches' asses. Who is our least favorite coach in college than, football? Okay, I say, other than Mike McCarthy, it's Josh Heupel. Oh, my gosh. How much do you hate Josh Heupel? I, I sat there and debated on punching my TV after he blew a 21-point lead because he just refuses to run the ball. He runs a two-minute offense the entire game, regardless of the score. Dude, you're playing a good team. Memphis is not bad. Win the game. Win the ball game. He lost to Tulsa. Tulsa's better than we thought they were. But he lost to Tulsa. He didn't learn his lesson. This kid hasn't learned his lesson. Josh Heupel. Fuck you, dude. Like, oh my gosh. Like, what what do we have to do? Like, you were destroying Memphis. We had that game locked, Reed and I. I mean, oh my gosh. We were just... And we're things are looking so good. And then, like Reed says, I, was I remember like jig. I, I remember looking at that game in the fourth quarter, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I just it was like twelve minutes left, and I'm like, "Please, just get to like four minutes left." And oh, here goes Josh Heupel. We're gonna keep going and going and going, incomplete. And I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing, Josh Heupel?" Seventeen seconds. And then, and then sometimes they were scoring, but then this is what happens. Okay, he's doing. Throw and, and going fast the whole time. And then on the last drive, when they're up seven and they need a first down, it doesn't matter how they get it. All they got to do is get one first down and they win the game. And they probably have 700 yards of offense. What does he do? He gets conservative. And then he leaves. Oh, he On third down, they just throw a little jump ball to a receiver who drops it. And, the, and then Memphis gets the ball back and goes down and scores. Like... Hypo, what are you doing? Get, just get the first down. Keep going fast if you want to. Just once you get the first down, then you go slow, you fucking idiot. With that said, I'm going UCF minus two and a half. <laughs> He's what we like to call a Moran. And you're going to feel the wrath of that this week. I, I don't even. Who are they playing? I don't even know. I don't care. Houston. Gonna, no, outright loss. I don't care. 
They're 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 playing Houston, and uh, they're laying two and a half in Houston. Um, I got to go back to it. I, this game is just too good not to. I think um, we'll see. I think Houston did not look very good against Navy last week, except for like in the fourth quarter. Um, oh, and then the freaking idiot hype will almost. They're up seventeen last week against Tulane. I have Tulane plus twenty one. UCF's up 17, and they're at like the two-yard line, and he doesn't take a knee. He tries to score, and thank goodness Tulane stuffed him, and I covered. Fucking idiot, Josh Heupel. When you're ahead, take a fucking knee. Run the clock out, you asshole. I'm going to have to mark this episode on Spotify as explicit. My gosh. With that said, like I said, I'm taking UCF minus two and a half this week. Love it. Yeah. Um, Again, my next pick comes from uh, me just playing smart. You know, you just bet against the bad teams. Sometimes the good teams play, you know, teams play up to their standards, but the bad teams always play bad. They always play bad. They always play bad. If you bet against the Cowboys every week, you're making money. You bet against the Jets every week, you're making money. You bet against the Duke Blue Devils every week, you make some money. Take Charlotte Moneyline. Reed, let's go! Let's go! Charlotte money line, bet one, win two point seven. Charlotte's gonna win the game. Reed, do we have ESP or something? Because I just put that on my sheet. I have that pick. I have Charlotte plus ten, and then Charlotte money line. I think Charlotte's gonna win the game. I do too. I really do. Charlotte is good. Duke is horrible, and Charlotte is really good. I think they got a coach from Clemson, I believe. Yeah, sure. Um, and so the, the line opened at 11, and I was like, man, I kind of like Charlotte at that number. And it didn't uh, – it started going down, and I didn't bet it. So I, I got it at 10. So uh, if you want to get in, listeners, get in now uh, if you're going to pick the spread. But if not, I think Charlotte is live here 100%. I really do. Yeah, let me tell you who's going to win uh, the games in the rest of Duke's schedule. Charlotte, North Carolina, Wake Forest, Georgia Tech, and then Florida State Duke will be a shootout for the century. I mean... Florida State's going to win that game, too. Duke's awful. Yeah, I would agree. Duke's, Duke's uh, awful. Duke has that Chase Bryce. He's the Clemson transfer. Uh, and I thought that they were going to be good, but he's just not very good. Duke is not very good. Um, Charlotte here... Charlotte's offense is really, really good. Yeah. Um, I have I have some some wide wise words of wisdom from a quarterback who just led a great game winning drive last week. His name is Baker Mayfield. All right, and uh, at one point in time when he was in college, he grabbed a uh, inappropriate area and he yelled at his opponents, uh, "Go back to playing basketball." So that's what I'm saying to Duke. Go back to playing <laughs> basketball. Football's not cut out for you. Duke's horrible. Yeah. Oh man, dude, I'm so fired up. Charlotte, it's six o'clock kick, baby. Let's go, Charlotte. The the 49ers, baby. We're we're linked up this week. That's that's very assuring for my yeah. picks that we like each other's picks. Yeah. And this is a this is a slate that this is a tough slate in my opinion. Yeah. Um, no, I, this is a very top heavy slate for me. I like the picks I like. Yeah. And I don't like the rest of them. That's yeah. it for college football for me. I don't have anything else. Uh, let me see. Do I have anything else? Oh, I have Georgia minus 17. Okay. Um, yeah, Terry Wilson is out, uh, which is probably going to help. 
Kentucky, honestly, <laughs> uh, because Terry Wilson is absolutely hideous. Um, and not, not his looks, his quarterback play. Um, they have this guy named Joey Gatewood. I believe he was a transfer from Auburn and got beat out by Bo Nix, so he is absolutely hideous. If you get beat out by Bo Nix and play in the quarterback position, you are, you're not very good. Um, Kentucky is, they're not very good. Uh, I, I called them out uh, as an underdog against Tennessee. They absolutely obliterated Tennessee. And then if uh, we would have been smart last week and not overthought it, uh, we probably would have, not that we were fading, or not that we were hammering Kentucky, but we should have hammered Missouri because that was an easy pick that Missouri was going to beat them um, as an underdog as well. Georgia right now, they open 14 and a half. Uh, now it's up to 17 or down to 17, however you want to look at it. I, I still like it. Uh, I don't know how Kentucky scores in this game. Um, Kentucky's offense is, is awful. Yeah, they're, they're absolutely now Gatewood is probably a better thrower than Terry Wilson. Um, I mean, a junior high quarterback would probably be a better thrower than Terry Wilson. <laughs> um, so it'll open up the offense a little bit, but I mean, this is his first ever game going against the Georgia defense. Uh, no, thank you. Um, yeah, give me, give me Georgia minus 17, uh, laying 17 in Kentucky, uh, early game right there. So, and Georgia had a week off, so they had, they had, they had an extra week to prepare. So like I said, Georgia minus 17, let's get it. I love it. All right. So, uh, on NFL now, right? On NFL, let's go ahead and hit Ohio's picks first. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead. Ohio has the Titans minus six. He has the Packers minus six and a half, and he has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus ten and a half. Loves the Ohio uh, loves the favorites. favorites. He's a favorite guy. Yeah, he's our favorite guy, and he's a favorite. He guy. is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Alex, you want to go ahead and hit your first pick? Well, let's just go down the slate. Okay, we can go down the slate. Yeah. You got the game so, in front of you? Yeah, I'm on ESPN.com. Uh, so first game tonight, actually, uh, if you're uh, we're doing this on Thursday, it's going to kick off in about an hour. We got the Panthers hosting the Atlanta Falcons, um, Carolina laying one and a half. Reed, what do you got here? I'm back in If forth. you had to make a pick, you don't have to, yeah, you don't have to lock anything, but if you had forth. to make a pick. Uh, I like Carolina. Um uh, I follow part of my take, and their intern Billy has a hedgehog that's really hot right now, and the hedgehog took Atlanta, so I think I'm on Atlanta. <laughs> Man, I don't, I don't know. This is I wouldn't bet on this game in a million years, and it, it pains me because this is the only NFL game. Um, if I had to make a choice. Man, I, I, I don't know. This is just such a toss-up. This is, this is literally like one of those things where you like, you flip a coin or you like, I don't know. I, let's, let's, let's take Atlanta. I think if you're going to make a pick, do Atlanta money line at, at plus money. Yep. This is the most profitable move. Uh, you're going to be losing the least amount of money. So um, take Atlanta money line. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got. So I, I agree. I, I, um, I'm not betting the game. I'm... Yeah. I mean, so moving into Sunday, 
Um, we got a big AFC East matchup here. We got the New England Patriots going in to Orchard Park, New York, and playing the Buffalo Bills. The Bills laying four points. Um, Patriots coming off a disgusting loss against the San Francisco 49ers. And the Bills coming off a dominant win that wasn't very dominant. Um, I got a pick in this uh, one. Who you got? I got the Bills, minus four. Really? I got the Bills. Huh. Interesting. Uh, what, what's your rationale behind that? Dude, the Patriots just have not blown me away. Edelman's out. Cam has not looked great since he's been back. I think he's still kind of battling the post-effects of COVID. They don't have an established running back. They don't They don't know who's really going to carry the ball. Um, they don't really have a receiver. They don't really yeah. have a defense because their defense all opted out. The Patriots are just kind of in shambles. I mean, this is the team that everyone was worried about seeing that they were like, oh, will they be over under eight wins? And as much as Buffalo couldn't punch it in the end zone last week, they moved the ball fine. Um, Josh Allen hasn't played great, but I mean, Buffalo is just the better team in this game, and I'm just going to take the better team minus four. Um, expect this one to start off slow. Expect the Bills to be yeah. down at half. If I was going to make a bet on this game, I would like the uh, New England halftime uh, Buffalo full-time bet. I don't know what the odds would be on that, but I'm just going to take Buffalo minus four. Yeah, this is one of those games that I uh, loved when it had open because I think as the Patriots were getting their asses handed to them, this was like a six-and-a-half-point spread. Yeah. Um, I have to take the points with New England. I have to. That's fair. Um, I don't feel great about it. Um, but there's just something about the Patriots have to win this game to be competitive. And I, I think they have the, – I, I don't think they're tanking. I think they're going to try to have a competitive team. I think, obviously, Bill Belichick is the better coach. They have to win this game. Um, and there's just something about – if you go back to, like – Teams have like a curse against the the class of the division. So if you go back like five or six years, you had the the Seattle Seahawks. They were the class of of the NFC West. San Francisco could never beat them. The Patriots have been the class of the AFC East forever. Buffalo has never beaten them. And I think that if Buffalo is going to beat them, it's going to be very close. So that's why I'm going to take the four points. It, it There's just like... There's an extra uh, angle here for me to where Buffalo's never really beaten New England when they have to. You go back last year, they never did it. And, and I think that that plays a role in, in like the psyche. Like New England knows that they can beat Buffalo. I agree. Um, I, I mean, so. this, is, this is literally my mindset here is just, just, just don't try and overthink the pick. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I can't. But, I can't. I can't argue with but that. You start overthinking the pick, and then you find some actual insight behind it, and it pays off. Hey, you're the hot. You're the hot NFL guy. Yeah, I am hot right now. So uh, I do not have an official pick, but I, if I had to, uh, I, I like the Patriots quite a bit, but I won't make it an official pick. Alex, I need to get some uh, some breaking news feedback from you. Okay. Uh, the University of Texas lost Quentin Ewers earlier yeah. this week. Maybe Quentin Ewers, today. yeah. Um, yeah. Within the last. Four minutes. Four-star 2022 wide receiver Faison Wilson decommits from the University of Texas. What are your thoughts? Fire Tom Herman, please. Um, this 
the state of this program is just really bad, and, and we're losing the future big Stop. time. Stop. Uh, we lost Quinn Ewers from South Lake Carroll. We, uh, we lost Billy Bowman from Denton Ryan, and this kid uh, just now. Not good. Uh, I think that Ellinger was going to kind of pass the baton off to Quinn Ewers, and Quinn Ewers was going to be one of the best quarterbacks in, in uh, Texas history. As I think Sam Ellinger was, so it had been like four years, I mean, potentially seven or eight years of stable quarterback play, yeah, and and we're just not going to get that, so, um, yeah, I I think Texas really needs to get rid of Tom Herman, and it's going to start with an Oklahoma State loss, or a Texas loss to Oklahoma State, which I am betting against, so. Boy, I hope so. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Anyway, next next NFL game. So the next NFL game, we got the Titans going to the Bengals. Um, the Titans laying five and a half. This is a tough one for me. Uh, I like the Bengals here, especially if it gets up. Yeah, if it gets up to six, I think I like the Bengals. Dude, um, I, don't, I don't have a pick in this game. I, I really do think that Tennessee is going to lose um, a lot on the offensive line with Luan being out. I mean, he's the cornerstone of the offensive line. Uh, we've seen how bad that can really hurt a team in Philadelphia, in Dallas. You lose your best offensive lineman, and it really can tank your team. Uh, yeah, not that they. Need, I agree. I mean, they do have a great offensive line. Besides that, I think Derrick Henry will still get his. But if Buffalo, if if the Bengals get to six or seven, dude, I like. The yeah, Bengals. I like the and, and they were at they were at six earlier That's today. Um, the thing about the Titans that I don't like is. Uh, they're coming off a game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think uh, teams playing the Pittsburgh Steelers um, the next week have failed to cover, at least in the first half, like every single week. Um, So if you go back, they played the Giants and then whoever else. Like the next week after they play the Steelers, they're just so beat up and so like torn down that they they don't play well the next week. and I think that Tennessee's defense is bad. And, and I don't think, I know they are. Tennessee's defense is horrible. Cincinnati's defense is horrible too. But uh, two horrible defenses. I think the back door is going to be wide open for Joe Burrow. I agree. So, yeah, give, give me a, I like Cincinnati in this one. Yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you said. Yeah, so. Uh, the next game, we have a bad weather game in Cleveland, Ohio, where the Raiders go to the Browns. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland laying two and a half. Uh, Reed, you got anything on this one? This game disgusts me. I know it's really be interesting. This game disgusts me. The Browns, the Raiders, I don't care. I won't watch it. I don't care. So, it just um, me. yeah, I mean, I have an Oakland seven and a half, uh, under seven and a half wins ticket. How you feeling? Uh, not very good, man. Uh, I think Oakland is good. Yeah. Um, and I've watched, admittedly, I've watched a lot more Oakland or Raiders football than I would like to. Dude, every time Oakland gets the ball, like, I don't think the defense can stop them. And that was the same held true, um, with Tampa Bay in the first half, at least, uh, Derek Carr is playing really, really well. Their offensive line is very physical. Darren Waller is very, very good. Um, you know, they still have uh, Henry Ruggs, uh, Dude, who's kind of... There's so much talent in this game. Aguilar's looks good. 
Yeah. You look at the, the even the they're playing team, well. They they've got they're loaded at tight end even with Hooper being gone. They they're loaded at receiver even with OBJ being gone. They're loaded at running back even with Nick with Chubb, Chubb being gone. Yeah. And Baker is yeah. a good quarterback. Yeah, I mean it's a good game. I think it's going to be a good game. I think that Oakland's going to control the ball though with oh, how Las, they run Las it. Vegas. Uh, yeah, my bad. I oh, just another, put another Oakland question in our pick James sheet. Franklin. James Franklin. James Franklin. <laughs> my bad. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I, we're impressing uh, our listeners right now. I don't even know the coach's name. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, give me Las Vegas, man. I, and this is an official pick. I got Las Vegas plus two and a half and Las Vegas money line. Okay, I was gonna say. Um, I I think they're gonna win, man. Uh. I think that I know the Browns have some offensive linemen out. Uh, Wyatt Teller, not sure if he's going to be back this game, but Jack Conklin's banged up. Uh, I think their center's banged up as well. Uh, we'll see if the COVID Raiders get back. Uh, you know they're losing like their whole offensive line last week. I think they got it figured out. I think Trent Brown's going to be back. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just like Oakland. I think they'll be able to control the ball because. Uh, Cleveland's defense is, is is terrible. They're really really bad. You know you know who doesn't like Oakland in this game? Who? Mark Davis. That's why I moved him to Las Vegas. That's true. That is very true. Very very true. Oh, all right. Enough with the jokes. Next game on the slate: Indianapolis and Detroit. This game just screams a game that the Cowboys get beat in the last possession. It makes me sad. Yeah. Oh man. The lighter shades of blue. This game, this game would just make me sad to watch because it's like, oh, the Cowboys could be playing one of these teams and winning every other year, but <laughs> every game basically goes back to the Cowboys for me. That's why the Packers game won't be fun to watch. That's why the Rams game won't be fun. All the NFL games just remind me how much the Cowboys suck. <laughs> well, man, and this one, the th- good thing about this one, I guess, is that I have a Colts and Lions over season wins ticket, so uh, hopefully they don't tie. Um... <laughs> Now, dude, I have no idea. Like I said, I don't really like a whole lot of games on the NFL slate. I think this is a tough week. Uh, if I had to pick someone, I would probably lay the points with Indianapolis. Uh, I think they're pretty good. I hate Phillip Rivers, but I like their defense. Um, I do think Detroit is pretty good, but I, I think that Indianapolis will be able to control the line of scrimmage. Uh, both on offense and defense. They got a great offensive line. Uh, they have a really good pass rush led by DeForest Buckner and, and Justin Houston. Um, Xavier Rose will be locked up on, on Kenny Galladay. We'll see how that goes. Um, advantage Galladay. But give me give me uh, the Colts minus three on this. I, I won't have it as an official pick, but if I had to make one. I take the Colts. Yeah, I mean, I kind of like the Lions, but I always kind of like the Lions, and they always kind of lose games anyway. I don't know. I think it'll be an interesting game. I this this slate is so tough for me. I don't really have any any leans one way or the other on games that I don't really have picked. Yeah, I yeah I agree. All right, so the next game we're going to Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin, where the Minnesota Vikings coming off a of bye. Play a Green Bay Packers team that just obliterated the Houston Texans. Green Bay laying six and a half or seven, wherever you uh, can get it. Uh, we'll say six and a half right now because that's where ESPN has it. Yeah. Um, 
I have to take Green Bay in this one. Yeah, I, I actually have a, uh, a computer software system set up, and uh, basically it just pumps out all the bad teams in the NFL, and that computer software is my brain. And the Vikings are bad, the <laughs> Packers are good. Bad on the Packers. The Packers are good, the, the, the Vikings suck. That's it. Yeah. That's the system. That's the system to bet on. Yeah, so, I mean, the Bills they're going to have bad weather, too. I don't care. Uh, dude, well, I mean, it, it could help. It could help. Devontae Adams will still have like 10 receptions for 150 yards and two touchdowns because that's just what they do. Aaron Rodgers just throws in the ball all the time. It's great. I have him on my fantasy team, so I love it. But yeah, the Packers are good. The Vikings suck. Don't overthink it. It is what it is. Don't overthink it. Green Bay minus six and a half. I love that. Yeah, I think if if you can get it at six and a half, I think you have to take Green Bay. Yes. Um. Minnesota's defense is terrible. <laughs> Dude, Minnesota's defense is, is awful. They're bad. Uh, and Daniil Hunter just had season-ending neck surgery this week. Uh, they had another good pass rusher, um, Yannick Ngakwe. And what did they do? They traded him to the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, so uh, they have no one on defense. Their secondary was already hideous. Now their pass rush that was already really bad got worse. Um, like this will be a high wind game, like a kind of a bad weather game, but it's yeah. bad weather for both teams. So yeah, g- yeah give me give me Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay, Green Bay, Green Bay. Um, next game on the slate, Alex. Did you pop your champagne bottle? You don't have to eat another bottle of soap. Let's go, baby. J E T S Jets, 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 baby. Covered. Um, unfortunately, they're playing what I would consider to be the best team in the NFL. They've got the best quarterback. They've got the best receivers. they got the best defense. Um, and then they went ahead and just continued to add pieces. Um, they picked up Le'Veon Bell. He's now playing because why not? Um, this is a Le'Veon Bell revenge game. He hates the Jets. He might score 21 points himself. And I don't know if the defense gives up anything. So... Another don't overthink it. The Dolphins beat the Jets by 20. The Cardinals beat the Jets by 20. The Chiefs are going to beat the Jets by 20. Period. Interesting. Nice favorite right now. I'm taking KC. That's yeah, I mean, I can't uh, knock you. If I had to take a side, I would probably take the Jets, man. I think the Jets are a good team. <laughs> I do not think the Jets are a good team. Um, interesting to note, in 2018... Um, when the Cardinals were really bad, they went to Arrowhead um, and they played the Chiefs when the Chiefs were rolling. And I think the Chiefs were about 18-point favorites and the Cardinals covered. And the Chiefs looked not very good that day, even though they won pretty easily. Um, So that's kind of an interesting angle. Um, Yeah, if I had to take a a side, I would take the Jets. Uh, I will not be playing money on it. as much as I love betting on the Jets, um, I'm not as I'm not asinine enough to take them against the Chiefs. If 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 you're gonna take the Jets, um, set it and don't watch the game, or just yeah. like hold your hold your nose or something. Like it's going to be it's gonna be Dude, bad. Mahomes doesn't even care. He knows they're gonna cover the spread. He's trying to get the Raptors to move to Kansas City. That's what that he's been true. doing with his prep week. That is true. Um, that's so. my last official NFL play. I don't have any money line dogs. I don't. That's. That, I just have three games. That's the only things I like. I, I hate. The I hate the slate. Yeah. Uh, I mean, keep keep going down though. The Rams, Dolphins, yeah, sure. uh, Rams laying three and a half. 
Tua's first game. I hate this. I hate. I hate this game. Uh, oh, I, I love the game. I, I'm intrigued. I, yeah, I love the game, but I I can't bet on it. No, um, no, no, because no. you don't know how Tua's going to look in that offense. The Rams are touch and go. I mean, they they look great some weeks. They look okay some weeks. More. So I do pass, think. I, I think this is an under game, probably. Yeah. Um, I think Aaron Donald's going to terrorize Tua. Um, and I think the Dolphins' defense is really good. But, yeah, I wouldn't make a bet. Um, moving on to probably the game of the week for the NFL. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Baltimore to play the Ravens. Baltimore laying three and a half or four. I wish this was Sunday um, night football. This is such a Sunday night yeah, football Yeah, it needs game. to be. Um, I like Baltimore here. I do um, too. Yeah, I, I, I won't bet it at four. Baltimore's uh, a better Baltimore is. We'll see. I, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a, a dog fight. And My brain tells me Baltimore is a better team, but the Steelers don't. They just find ways to win games. So. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. And, and it's going to be a close game. I say you don't need um, us to tell you this game's going to be good, and you should probably stay away from betting it unless you're yeah. super confident. My my buying point for the Ravens would be at three. Uh, they were at three and a half. Um. So the, I think it opened at like five and a half, which I would have one hundred percent taken the Steelers. Got steamed down to like three and a half real quick, and I was thinking, oh, hopefully it'll get to three, and it, it hasn't yet. So if it gets to three, take Baltimore, uh, and if it gets to three, I will probably be taking Baltimore. But at four, I probably won't be taking anyone. So uh, interesting to note, Yannick Ngakwe will be playing in this game. Baltimore's wow. defense is absolutely so uh, unreal. Unreal, and the Steelers' defense is is really good too. But they lost Devin Bush, so um, the king of the rat tail. Yeah, and and especially playing a quarterback like Lamar Jackson, you won't have someone in the middle like kind of chasing him around. Yeah. So, um, but they'll still be really good. Don't don't get that twisted. The, the Steelers' defense will still bring it. So, speaking uh, of so, quarterbacks running around, Justin Herbert will be playing for the Chargers this ooh, week. Ooh, nice. Nice little slide uh, in there. He won't be running around. He'll be sitting in the pocket and throwing for 400 yards probably. Um, yeah. But the Chargers have looked good. I mean, for a 2-4 and four team, the Chargers have looked good. The yeah. Broncos have been winning games ugly. So uh, this will be an interesting uh, clash of styles where the Broncos play low-scoring football games and win, win tough, and the Chargers have been – getting into some shootouts with some teams i don't like a side i love the total here and i love the over okay um guys the the average nfl score has been like 50 51 this year you're getting 44 and a half uh the chargers have been lighting it up against yep. anyone um i and the the broncos defense is so banged up right now they just lost um Mike Purcell is the best run stopper. They already don't have Von Miller. Um, and the Chargers defense, well, they're pretty good, but the Broncos can they're, – they're kind of an explosive offense. Uh, you know, they got Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler, Noah Fant. Tim Fant. Patrick. Uh, oh, goodness. Tim Patrick's was good this year. Uh, is he? he? Yeah, he's okay, well, then, then my, my bad then. Um Yeah, I would I, – I like the over in this they're game. Not, they're not playing KC this week. They're not playing Pittsburgh. They they played. I mean, they've played tough against good teams, but they, yeah, they beat bad teams and they lose to good teams. And I think the Chargers don't know if they're a good team or a bad team. Yeah, that's that's the Anthony Lynn effect. You don't know if you're a good team or a bad team. <laughs> if if Anthony Lynn's a favorite, 
Uh, they're probably a bad team, and if Anthony Lynn's an underdog, they're probably a good team. So uh, use that information as you will. I, yeah, could, potentially. Next game. The fraudster himself, Drew Brees, going outdoors to Chicago, the Windy City. New Orleans laying four and a half now. Is this the fraud um, game? I think the whole season's been a fraud game for Drew Brees. Uh, well, okay. Is this a fraud game because it's a fraud quarterback against a fraud team? The Bears, the Bears are yes. a five and two team. The Bears yeah, they, they're so fr- the Bears are the Bears are absolutely disgusting. Uh, the yeah, this is this is a fraud game. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. It's a fraud off. Yeah, it's a fraud off. It's it's the fraud bowl. Um, four and a half. I know earlier in the week that the Saints were at minus three. I love the Saints. Um, at four and a half, I don't know. Um, I probably would still take the Saints, and I probably end up will taking the Saints. How in the world? How on God's green earth could you take? the Bears in this game. After uh, seeing how bad they looked against against the Rams, like Matt Nagy, what the fuck are you doing? You I, I cannot believe how is Matt Nagy a coach in the NFL? There's thirty two coaches. There's thirty two coaches in the NFL. You could find any like frat guy at a at a freaking college game that could be a better coach than Matt Nagy or any like Eight-year-old high school football fan that plays Madden could be a better football coach than Matt Nagy. Like Matt Nagy is so bad. He is horrible. He, he I, I hate Matt Nagy, and that's probably why. Well, and I'll probably keep hammering the Bears because I love their defense, but um, not this week. In future weeks, but I, I like the Saints here. I think Michael Thomas will be back. Um, I don't think Emmanuel Sanders will play. But how in the world are the Bears going to score? I know the Saints' defense isn't that good, but Matt Nagy has them playing in a box, dude. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. I, I, I hate it. Actually, I'm looking for the odds. That's why I've been silent on this game. I'm looking for the odds on a Taysom Hill anytime touchdown score. This is a Taysom Hill game to score touchdown. I just feel yeah. my phone. There you go. I can see it. I'm, I'm looking for it. I'll add it to the card if I can find it. <laughs> All right, next game, we have eh, maybe the other game of the week. We have a 325 kick at Central Time. We have the San Francisco 49ers going north into Seattle. Seattle laying three, as, and San Francisco's been taking some money this week. Uh, I like the Seahawks here. I, was gonna I don't say, know how. The public's on San Francisco. I like the Seahawks. Uh, I don't know how it's only a three-point spread. This is I, a I, I this is one how. of those games where whatever the public is on, you go the other way. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I'll note like. this real quick: um, this uh, last week was actually one of the worst uh, weeks in sportsbook history, I believe, just because like everything that should have happened pretty much did happen. So um, no, don't say that. You you were good. You you, you did good. You made good picks. I made a good pick. Yeah, I made I made good picks, but it was. I'm saying from a sports book standpoint, books or casinos lost a lot of money because of people like me who are just fucking awesome. Because it was so easy. So, yeah, it was just too easy. <laughs> um, as you said, San Francisco has been taking some money in this one. Uh, Debo Samuel is going to be out. Um, Richard Sherman is not going to be back. We know how banged up. Uh, we know how banged up San Francisco is. Seattle, they might be getting Jamal Adams back in this one. Um, I'm not sure. He didn't practice today. 
As big as a 49ers fan as I am, I like Seattle in this game. And I, I'll, prob- I'll probably bet it. Score, DK Metcalf, anytime touchdown score. Yeah. I like both of those. Or the tight uh, Olsen, Greg Olsen as well. I think yeah. they might get the tight end involved. Yeah, they uh, get the tight end involved. Will Disley might be another. Yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a, like a dark a dark this horse is, tight end here. This is a Disley game to score touchdowns. <laughs> um, Will Disley was great last year. I'm not trying. To he was. Him. He was great. He just hasn't done anything this year. It makes me sad because I wanted yeah. him to be my fantasy guy that I picked up, and everyone was like, "How'd you know he was going to go off?" Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, I mean. I like Seattle in this. I think Seattle's. If you think Seattle's gonna win the game, take Seattle minus three. Yeah. Just do it. And you know the you the Seahawks. Win the game, take the money line. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I 100 percent agree. Um, That's generally what you do if you think that. I think. Gonna win the game. I just think. That, <laughs> I think that Seattle just matches up really well against San Francisco. I do too. And right now, San Francisco doesn't match up very well against Seattle. Yeah. Um, Seattle's great at stopping the run. What does San Francisco love to do? They love to run the ball. Run the damn ball. Um, you don't, if you're a San Francisco fan, you don't want the ball in Jimmy Garoppolo's hands, but that's the only way they can win this game. And they don't have Debo Samuel. Uh, so it's going to be Brandon Ayuk, Kendrick Bourne, and George Kittle. And the Seattle Seahawks are absolutely fantastic at covering tight ends. So... Um, I like, I like Seattle in this one, and I'm a big 49ers fan. So, all right. And the Monday night football game. <laughs> Skipping Sunday night, I guess. No, Sunday we night have... football. Sunday night football sucks. I, we can talk about it. I just, I'm sad. Take the Cowboys plus nine, people. Or take don't. that's take no. Oh, okay. Or don't. You're right. Um, well, by the way, I have I do have an official pick on the Seahawks minus three. Okay. So let me add that. Uh, um, yeah, so we got, we're not going to spend much time talking about this one. Take, take Dallas, in my opinion. Uh, you probably disagree, but. Gucci, Gucci's playing. Zach Martin's back. Whatever. The Cowboys I, gonna, I the think Cowboys the. going to score six points somehow. They might, they might get two good returns from Tony Pollard and kick two field goals instead of just one this week. I will say in 2018, the Cowboys came off of a low point in the season when they lost on Monday night to the Tennessee Titans and went to Philadelphia as a 7.5 underdog, 7.5 point underdog and beat the 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 Eagles outright. Dude, if you're um, if you're a Cowboys fan, it's mock draft season. I would agree. It's, it's how can we get the offensive lineman from Oregon, Sine Pene Sewell, yeah. Pene Sewell, sorry. Um, or, or trade back and pick up some defensive players. We don't need Trevor Lawrence. Stack Prescott's a good quarterback. He needs to get paid. Don't overthink that. Uh, I just, with that I, being said, I'll probably take Dallas in this game. I lost. Philadelphia is not good. Philadelphia is not good. I'll put my Zeke jersey on. I'll watch every snap of it, and I'll go to bed sad. Yeah, you probably will. Because Dallas won't win, but I think they'll cover. I hate Philly. The Dallas Cowboys, the worst team in the league against the spread this week, uh, this year, by the way. The worst so. team of all time against the spread. Yeah. Potentially. They're in the running. Yeah. Next game, Monday night, 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is going, a night you may go to sat, uh, go to bed sad on. I, and I probably will. How? how uh, on a scale of one to ten, how much did you sell yourself last week that the Giants were going to win the NFC East? I thought that they, uh, yeah, mid, mid game, um, I, one to ten. Uh, seven. You were upset. You were upset after the game. I was upset. Yeah. I mean, this. It was the it was the most bought in I've like, seen you in a long time. Yeah. I mean, how could you not be? I mean, the division is absolutely horrible. They're horrible. They're bad. Um. If, I don't know. I still don't know. If Philly is. loses, if Philly loses that game, they go to one, four, and one. The Giants would be two and five and have the the tiebreaker against the uh, the football team. Yeah. And Dallas just looks absolutely disgusting. So yeah, I mean, um, I was I was very I was excited, um, but a part of me wants them to just lose every game so they'll fire the Dave. Dave, Disco Dave Gettleman and get rid of Daniel Jones because I think he's a, he's <laughs> terrible. But um, in this game, you can't not take Tampa Bay. Dude, hey, it's the Giants against Tom Brady. You ever think of it like that? Hey, the, the, there's nothing. Le- the front office is gone from those years. The coach is gone from those years. The players are gone from those years. Hey, this is- you made the argument when you said that the Patriots and the Bills, they just... It doesn't matter what the teams are constructed like. It's a completely different Patriots team. It's, it's a completely different Giants Fair team. Enough. Tom Brady sees the... Uh, <laughs> the whatever. big blue? Yeah, the big blue. and I hope the Giants wear their red jerseys. just because. I think they, they are, jerseys. actually. No, I Heck, think they are wearing their yes. red jerseys. Dude, if the Giants are wearing their red jerseys, I'm, t- I'm changing my pick from Tampa Bay to the Giants. I like the under in the game, if I had to do anything. Dude, I don't... I, I'm going to be honest, I don't care. I won't watch a snap of this game on Monday night. I'll find something else better to do with my time. Maybe watch The Bachelorette yeah. or something. Oh, goodness. Fair maybe, enough. Maybe catch up on some Peaky Blinders. I, it, <laughs> all right, well, that's all I have. That's all I have except for my absolute la 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 locks in the UFC, okay? Alex, all what's right. scarier than a good old country boy who knows how to fight? No, nothing. Oh, incorrect. A good old country boy who just was able to get himself some camo trunks to wear in the fight. Bryce Mitchell fighting for the first time in camo trunks. His last fight um, was against Charles Rosa. Charles Rosa is a like three-time black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and Bryce Mitchell took him to the ground, beat him at his own game, and not only beat him, but beat him the worst, like, he got three 10-8 rounds. If you know anything about fighting, a 10-8 round is an absolute ass-kicking. And Bryce Mitchell did that to a third-degree black belt. Um, Bryce Mitchell is a good old boy from Harding University in Arkansas. He loves Arkansas. He loves the president. He loves camo. He loves hunting. Um, and he's fighting a guy named Touchy Feely. Uh, Andre Feely, a, he's a great fighter. Bryce Mitchell right now is down to 140. I bet him at 170 because I thought the line was going to go up. I'll probably bet it again at 140. Bryce Mitchell's going to win that fight, and he's in camo. Um, it's his first fight in camo, and he's been screaming at Reebok to get him some camo. Another name that's on the card, Alex, I know you know who this guy is. Does the name Greg Hardy ring a bell? Oh, yeah. Greg Hardy. Absolutely. Greg Hardy's coming off a win. He got his first true test in Alexander Volkov, who's one of the best heavyweights in the world. He lost by decision. Greg Hardy's only lost once, um, and that's to Volkov. If you want to count his illegal knee, Greg Hardy is a bad human being, and he took a cheap shot on a guy and got a loss for it. Um, but Greg Hardy's been 
they talk about it every time he lives like in ufc housing and just works his tail off and just wants to be the best i mean he's a competitor he's got pretty pretty good i mean he's he's minus 300 he's a pretty heavy favorite um i'm gonna go ahead and parlay bryce mitchell thug nasty at minus 140 and greg hardy minus 340 um the payout on that's like plus 115 i'm taking that i'm taking bryce mitchell i'll probably take bryce mitchell again um also shout out anderson silva it'll probably be his last fight he's a ufc legend alex i'm sure you know who spider silva is he's like the biggest name in ufc history he's like four oh, yeah. years old. he's fighting a guy named uriah hall uriah hall's a scary man probably gonna beat anderson silva but it's gonna be a great halloween card um so those are my two ufc locks bryce mitchell and bryce mitchell plus greg hardy in a parlay um, add those to the card. I, I don't know how I lose these. I'm so confident in Bryce Mitchell's ability. Um, and I can't, yeah, wait I've he heard says. that. I can't wait to see, I, I've made Ohio watch one of his fights with me and Ohio was blown away by him. Really? Uh, yeah, I've heard, I heard he was, he's probably going to win. He's a, he's a scary um, man. Um, he does love the president from what I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. He's got an interview <laughs> after a fight where he told, uh, Donald Trump, he would find any liberals and beat them up for him. Cause he was in Washington, DC. Um, Goodness. He, he, I have he, a question. What's up? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 keep, going. keep going. Oh, he, he, he's, this is his first fight since graduating with an economics degree from Harding. So congratulations to Thug Nasty for graduating from Harding. <laughs> um, he, he really hasn't been fighting during the school year for the most part because he pushes it off in studies and, and catches squirrels wow. to eat. These are all real facts about him. I'm not making this up. Interesting. Um, as a UFC fighter, is it like in their contracts that they have to like promote Donald Trump? <laughs> no, it's because it seems it it literally seems like every so, single one so of them is just Bryce like Mitchell's from Arkansas, and I mean that's just him. Um, and then Colby Covington does it as a it started off as like a WWE heel bit because he wasn't getting the exposure that he thought he should deserve because he's a he is a great fighter. Um, mm-hmm. Colby Covington is. And he wasn't getting the exposure, and the division was predominantly African American. Especially the best fighters in the division were predominantly African American. Um, especially the champion at the time, Tyrone Woodley, who was openly uh, against Trump. And so he thought if he played it up and wore the MAGA stuff and and became this Trumper, that he would uh, he would get his title shot. And of course, he did. Um, it just so happened that he fought Kamaru Usman, a Dallas guy. Um, by way of Nigeria, and uh, he broke his jaw. He he broke his jaw and told him that would keep his mouth shut for a while. Um, credit to wow. Usman, it was sick. Um, and then Colby Covington came back and fought T. Wood after Tyrone Woodley was way down bad, beat him up pretty bad, started talking more trash. I think he might have convinced himself he's a big Trump fan, but uh, <laughs> mo- most, most fighters don't really get into politics. Um, it's really the... Uh, the guys who are trying to build up a brand of some sort. And then Bryce is just, he's just, he just loves Arkansas. He, he tells him every time he gets in the mic, he just says, I love you, Arkansas. Like he's telling his wife that he loves her. It's truly inspirational how much he loves the state of Arkansas, because I do not love the state of Arkansas. How can you not love the state of Arkansas? But, but as a true, just like UFC fan, his jujitsu is, is some of the best I've ever seen. Um, it's one of those fights, like, if you're a, a newcomer to the UFC, you want to see the knockouts, you want to see the big fists flying, but you watch Bryce Mitchell fight, and you're just like, holy cow, man, this guy's a, he's a freak. And yeah. if, you, if you really understand it, he's going for some of the most difficult submissions in the world that have only been done by two people, and he's one of them. Um, and he's trying to pull these off every single fight. 
just because he can. Like, he's an absolute huh. monster. Um, so watch out for that on Saturday if you want to take a break. Um, Greg Hardy's always fun to cheer against. Unfortunately, he very rarely loses. <laughs> I will, That will pro- probably be my first UFC bet of my career. I think you sold me. Bet on, on, on Bre- uh, And oh, Bryce, Bryce Mitchell. Mitchell. I'll, I'll parlay that. I love it. Um, I hope I don't let you down. I hope I don't let myself down because I've got some units riding on that as well. Yeah. All right. My little uh, thing I have going, I always give you guys like a, a like a NFL future bet. So I'm going to go ahead and get into that. Uh, I like Tampa Bay to win the NFC uh, plus 350. I think they're the best team in the NFC. They have the best uh, defense by far. Uh, and, and they have Tom Brady, so enough said. Um, this is going to get uh, maybe a little controversial, but give me the Washington football team to win the NFC East at plus 400. That's great they've, odds. Yeah, they've already beaten, and, and you could have taken them last week and gotten like plus 900, but they've already beaten Philly. Uh, Philly's schedule will probably be a little bit tougher. Um, they have the best pass rush in the, in the division, and every single, like all the other teams, have an absolutely disgusting pass rush. Um, Washington, who they're off this week, and then they play the Giants next week. They'll be favored in that game. They'll probably win. Um, and then Dallas, one of Dallas or Philly will lose. So Washington will have a leg up on the loser. And then, like I said, if you think Philly's going to win, um, Washington already beat them once. So I, I like Washington in, in the division. Um, and now who else do we got? Uh, ch- 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 I already said the, the Buccaneers in that division. Oh, and I've been hammering this one down. The Los Angeles Rams to win the NFC West. Um, I can't say that they're better than the Seattle Seahawks, but I think they are. Uh, Seattle's defense, when I tell you they're bad, they're freaking terrible. Their defense is awful, and I know that they just traded for Carlos Dunlap who that'll make their defense a lot better. Yes. Um, I, I don't care. Uh, Sean McVay plays the Seahawks very, very well. Uh, plus 350 odds. Um, I just like them. I, I really do. Uh, Seattle, here's what you got. The Rams are one game behind them. Okay. Uh, the Rams have yet to play them. The Rams should have beaten them. They beat them once last year. They should have beaten them twice. Seattle plays San Francisco this week, and then they go to Buffalo. Um, so give me the Rams in, in, in the division. Yeah. Moving like on. This. The uh, AFC East. Oh, go ahead. Who you got? Don't say it. I know what you're going to say. Don't say it. Give me the Miami Dolphins to win the, the AFC East. I knew you were going to go there. Or the New England Patriots, whoever you like. Um you know what? Give me the Patriots. It's the Bills division, dude. Dude, what's going to happen, man? You're going to go, the Patriots are going to beat them this week. Can the Patriots beat them? Absolutely. And then and then the, they have to play Seattle next game? Uh, things can switch. I'm just telling you, get good odds. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Get good odds. Like, the Patriots can absolutely beat them. They have to. They've always beaten them. They have to win. Um yeah, I'd probably, yeah, never mind. Take the Dolphins out of there. Give, give me New England. Uh, maybe it's some blind faith. That probably is, but uh, roll New with England's it. Th- New England's two and a half games back at this point in time. 
Yeah, and if they beat them, then they'll be one, they'll, like they'll, one they'll game back. Schedule coming up. They got the Pats, they got the Seahawks, they got the Cards, they got the Chargers, they got the 49ers, Steelers. Exactly. Broncos, they got a tough schedule remaining. They do. And, and the, Patri- the Patriots do too, but at some point they have to figure it out. I, mean, I think nine wins could win that division. Absolutely. Um, if you don't like the Patriots, then bet the Dolphins, honestly. Uh, so I the think. The Pats do have the Jets twice, so that's. that's yeah, they haven't played the Jets. Yeah, they haven't played the Jets yet. So let me let me draw a scenario out for you. The Patriots are two and a half, they're two games back right now. They're two games back, right? Two and four, five, two, two, two and a half. Okay, two and a half. Whatever. It doesn't matter either way. They beat the Bills this week, which can happen. Yes. Okay, and then they play the Jets next next week, and I think everyone can agree that they'll beat the Jets. Yeah, Bills play the okay? Seahawks. And the Bills play the Seahawks. Okay, and I think I think that the Seahawks will be favored in that game. I would imagine so. Yeah, they are currently favored at, uh, at two by two points. And I would take the Seahawks in that game. Yeah. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go the next two weeks. The Patriots are gonna go two and zero, and the the Bills are gonna go zero and two. And you're getting the Patriots at plus five hundred odds right now. Uh, I, I would take that. Yeah, I don't hate that. I mean. I don't love it. And I, I might, I might put a little bit more money on that because the asshole Patriots. I, I took them a few weeks ago, and then they promptly lost to the Broncos. So I say I'm up here, I'm up here near Salem talking bad about the Patriots near Halloween. I might be being hunted by yeah, by a the, witch. The patrons of Salem for being a witch at this point. <laughs> um, yeah, no. To, uh, to check in on my futures, Florida winning the national championship. That's Trash. Josh Allen, MVP, trash. Um, Aaron Donald to win defensive player of the year. I'm like 100% certain that's going to happen. I have no idea how to judge that, but Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald. So. Cool. And the Pokes are still undefeated, so that bet is still alive. You have them to go undefeated? No, I have the Pokes to win the national championship. Oh. <laughs> so I have the, the Rams to win the NFC West at plus 250 and the Patriots to win the AFC East at plus 160. Uh, I still love the Rams, and uh, New England's not looking very good, but we'll see. We'll see after this week. Super long podcast, but uh, the Prince of Picks, Alex, had a lot to say, and uh, I had a lot of trash talk on the Cowboys and a lot of love to spread for the uh, BYU Cougars. Yeah. Well, have a good week, guys, and best of luck to all your bets. Peace. Let's get them.